0: I live in a fairly small building, six floors tall. Each floor holds about three apartments. It's quite an eclectic building, even though I live in a Portuguese suburb, you could say. The people that have lived here have lived here the majority of their lives. The building is full of older people that bought their apartments at about half the price that I bought mine. There's artists in the building, young people with families, and a good handful of immigrants. Hello, hello. And of course, there's the lively tree that lives outside of my window, and the howling wind that comes to say hello every so often. Hello, hello. You could say we're a tribe of our own, My neighbors are the cutest Portuguese couple in the universe. I often see them walking down the trail holding hands. I say hi to the missus of the house as I hang my laundry and poke my head out. Bon dia, senhora. Bon dia, nawe. she says back to me, complimenting the beautiful sunny day. But our building, this tribe of sorts, isn't always the most Complimentary. We don't always get along. There's a time the upstairs neighbor had a party. Due to the noise, the singing, and the dancing, I know the party ended at 6 a.m. because that's when I finally was able to fall asleep. There's the autistic boy that lives directly downstairs from us that screams all day long. Though he has his good days, the majority of these days are spent vocally exercising, one could say. There's another neighbor that likes to move his furniture around quite a bit. There's the sheep that live directly on the trail outside. As irritating as all this can be in the moment it's happening, I do like where I live. It's charming, and every place has its own personality. You gotta love that. One rainy morning a couple days ago, I make my way downstairs, and on the near wall exiting the building, I see a handwritten note. The tone isn't very kind, or warm, or charming at that. It's a note that's filled with fear and a sense of obsession. It's asking the tenants to wear masks, but not in a very kind way. There's nothing wrong for asking for what you want, but you definitely can't demand it. And you can't use fear and rage and all these negative expressions to demand it from others. Those of you who don't wear a mask believe you're superior and smarter, but you're not, it states. It continues on and on and on for a while. After reading the note, the last thing I'm thinking about is the masks she's asking us to wear. I'm left with the energy, the tone, the negativity, the fear, the anger, the frustration, the rage, and again, the fear. And then it occurs to me what she's really asking is for people to do what she wants. Really, we've all done this at one time or another, asking others to change their behavior to suit our needs, to reduce our fears to live the way we want them to live. And so then I propose, imagine if every individual in my sixth floor building wrote such a note and hung it on the wall. That's a lot of different opinions in a lot of different tones, asking each one of us to do a lot of different things that doesn't necessarily speak true to each and every one of us. All of us asking everyone to change their behavior, to make us more comfortable. A part of me says, why not? Why can't we all take the time and the patience to try to make everyone more comfortable? But at what point does it start to interfere with your own individual life ideals, beliefs, and so on and so forth. We have to stop expecting others to act the way we want them to. It's the expectation that maybe is the bigger problem here. Because when we do, we become obsessed with them and tune out of the I. Our attention gets completely hijacked. And all we want is to control. The immediate reaction becomes to get more violent, louder, meaner. I'm right and you're wrong. Put your hands in the air. This creates a deep internal war. Because at the end of the day, who knows if the other person cares or not? You're the one in the battle. So instead of insisting and persisting on something that you cannot control, which is the behaviors of others, what about asking yourself, what's going on with you? Hmm? hmm? Why the rage? Why the frustration? Why the need to control? Hello? Why the angry note? Hello? Where is this all arising in you? Is it the fear in you? Is it the sadness? Is it all the repressed emotions? Is it all the pain that maybe you haven't dealt with? One of the great meditation teachers, Tara Brock says, come back to the mantra, just this. Feel just this. Be in just this. Exist in just this. Just this, as in the moment. The now. It's loading now. What is occurring right now. Maybe reflecting on your just this. and Take time to feel what's honestly happening inside of you to stir up this inner war. What I've learned is it's never about the outer world. It's always about the inner experience. We act and react the way we feel inside. So as I sit, In my apartment. And think about the person that wrote that very angry note. I do wonder how they feel inside in this very moment. As they sit in their apartment. And I bet you that note. Is very much the reflection. Of their inner experience. And maybe instead of taking that range. And hanging it up on the wall. This person can take a moment and ask themselves to sit in there just this.